It's me, Danny, here to drop a gem, motivate, and shift the energy in your day. So listen and enjoy, but remember, you don't have to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying. Hey guys, I know that I normally meet up with you guys on Monday, but there have been so many technical difficulties that that just was not possible this week, but I am here. Now, every time I tried to record this um, recap of Ayana Fix My Life, there was an issue every single time. So I started thinking like, maybe there's something else I should be doing. Maybe there's I should be doing this a different way. So I'm just going to... Uh, invite you guys to stay but um we're gonna talk in a different manner normally what i do is i just tell you exactly what happened how it happened and speak on it but today i think that i want to come from no i don't think i know that i want to come from another place i on the fix my life was about a woman named hazely who was on uh loving hip-hop and that woman made some very um, nasty comments on social media about um, dark-skinned women. And so the show was about figuring out, I guess, why uh, Hazel E. would want to be so negative towards dark-skinned women. Of course, that would mean uh, that Hazel E. is a fair-skinned woman, black woman. And um, so they were doing a lot of things to uncover, I guess, why she would do that. Now, I must say, Hazel E.'s background was in um, public re- relations. Uh, I know she used to work with uh, Chris Brown, and I believe she also worked with Ray J, who, if you don't remember, is the one who was, like, most famous for, like his sex tape with Kim Kardashian. We're not going to get into that. So, uh, I just want to go to the end. The end um, of this episode, I say that all to say that I'm not very sure if as a person who has been living her life working on public relations, um, if I believed all of what was happening on the show. And now, listen, every episode, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't even matter how true the stories are because I'm go- I'm trying to get the lessons of um, healing. And so I'm not so much invested in the actual um, story of the people who are on, but what lessons can I get out of it? Uh, so I say that because there's just a little a couple of things that seemed a little uh, fishy for me on the show. So I'm just talking to you guys from a completely different place. And what I really wanted to talk about was the colorism that um, was the topic of what was the main reason why she ended up on the show. And I am a darker girl I'm not a dark girl but I am a darker girl and um I have definitely had some issues with this whole colorism thing where I've have encountered some um light-skinned women who come off 
and give you what 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 society at this point society now typically or at least the black community typically expects light-skinned women to do where it's like there is an expectation that they are believe that they are better than um the darker people that they believe that they are owed more than the darker people um and that they are naturally taught from childhood that they are pretty mostly based off of the color of their skin that um the 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 truth for at least darker skin girls in the majority uh, is that boys nor typically like more lighter skinned women when you look at um videos and you look on television when you look at what was happening you know as far as groundbreaking people it seems to be lighter skinned people maybe because they make um the caucasian community more comfortable i don't know but i do know that coming from being a darker skinned girl there have been many times when I felt ugly and I was told that I was ugly because of my skin color. Um we 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 know that there are those things where you know they call you monkey, they would call you like an African booty scratcher. Um they would tell you to go to the jungle. They ask you a lot of times, do you like watermelon? Like those kind of things happen. I can't speak to the light skin um perspective because I don't have one um but I do want to say that I also believe that there are lighter skinned women who have some rough issues um they find that um from when I was watching Ayala at the end of her show she brought on some um actresses who um spoke about they were light skinned women and dark darker skinned women who were speaking about some of their experiences in life and one of the things that um was that the the light skinned girls were told that they weren't really black they weren't real black light skinned girls a lot of times get asked who, like what they're mixed with do they have a black father um and that um could I can understand how that too can be a hard place to come from. One woman said that she was told many times that she must be the milkman's daughter, which would insinuate that they were saying that she was not really her dad's father, that her mother must be some kind of sneaky, um, cheating woman who would have slept with the milkman or any other white man because, you know, the milkman's supposed to be a white guy back in the day. Um, who would, you know, get pregnant by some white guy not tell anybody and then put it on some black man. Like, and that's hard as a child to deal with as well. I mean, I didn't have to deal with it, but I can't imagine that that would just be like, oh, roll over on my back because people keep telling me I'm pretty. Um, you know, I mean, roll off my back just because people keep telling me I'm pretty. It is 2018. I know we all know this. Um, but... I, I notice still that there are, like, when people have babies and um, 
they have people who have lighter skin babies automatically go oh she's gonna be so pretty she's gonna be so pretty she got that good hair that thing right there when you say that somebody has good hair you're telling other children that they must then have bad hair and all our hair is good you just got to find the right hairstyle for your hair type and so to tell children that they had darker skin girls who may have um a tighter curl that the tighter curl is bad hair is being derogatory to those children and that typically happens with lighter skinned children um even there are um and mostly i find this in um biracial children is that their hair gets called like crazy hair you got wild hair that doesn't make those children feel good either and i think that we are even though we mean well and when we say those things they aren't received well calling our children pointing out their color and i i have to admit that i'm i I believe that i have been no i know that i have been guilty of such things as well in the past and plan to in the future do better i know that i don't really speak about good hair because um i have a lot of children and we all know and um in that (laughs) i never wanted to really make them feel like their hair was bad we just you know we we, I when my children were younger I was a braids and beads kind of mom so you know braids and beads beaded I braid braided and beaded up the those girls heads and made their use their hair type to be as pretty as possible for you know what I was able to do with my ability that does not mean that the lighter skin girl's hair to me was better it just was different and honestly when you have little kids and you can't braid up that hair because the quote-unquote finger quotes you know how I do finger quote hair doesn't stay in the braids as well um it's rough on those moms too and those little kids may want may have wanted beads and you know those braids then that stuff didn't stay as easy in their hair and so the again depending on the type of styles you want will determine whether or not your hair is the best hair for that type of style and if it's not it's just it doesn't mean that your hair is good or bad it just means you need to find styles that work for the type of hair you have so we want to just make sure that when we're speaking to our children we're not defining good and bad hair we're not defining um defining them by the color of their skin and making that making anyone feel less than if you have a a pretty little chocolate baby then you got a pretty little chocolate baby if you got a pretty little light baby then you got a pretty little light baby they're all beautiful and all the skin tones are beautiful and the children will shine brighter in their skin tone if we just speak to the fact that they are all beautiful um skin tones I also wanted to talk about in this episode of I Gonna Fix My Life, they touched on the fact that um, there comes a point in the relationship of parent and child when we as parents must realize that there are some things that we have done as parents that do not 
that aren't um, easily understood by our children. I'll say that. And, um, you know, so on the show, there was some conversation about moving, about the people that um, uh, moving, you know, several times or about the people that the mother put her daughter around and how that was um, seen in a negative way. It was negative experiences for her. And um, I just want, when they got to those things, Ayanla was helping the mother to understand that Hazel E's experiences were not the same as you you believe them to be. And there were some some need to apologize. I believe that there are points in our in our children's lives when we do need to apologize for just not um not being the best that we possibly could have been and not and and telling them truthfully that most of it was because I didn't know any better. But I think that if we thought about it and we thought about our parents, we would know that there are some things about our parents that we didn't understand why they made some of the choices that they made and we didn't we weren't really sure if those if our parents understood what those choices meant to our lives and if they maybe if we were able to have a conversation with them not explaining i don't think that we need to give our children a complete explanation about why we did everything that we did but um when when we are paired, there are a lot of parents, I don't know if you guys are, but there are some parents who who make several moves. Like, you know, um, they move from this house to this house. They move from this city to this city, sometimes this state to this state. And there's not a lot of explanation to our kids except for things like, um, my job is better. But that doesn't speak to the loss that that child has. We don't, sometimes we don't pay attention to that. That the children are losing their friends, they are losing their house. House, they are losing a room that they have, you know, built a, a, a hopefully safe space in. They are losing teachers that, you know, meant something to them. They are losing the familiarity of the life that they've had. And and sometimes we don't apologize to our children for um, not speaking to them in the transition of those things. Now, I want to say all of that because... We have talked about this a, a bunch of times, and I know you guys may be tired of hearing it, but I I want to. I'm only going to bring it up now because I want to um, explain something. So uh, we I've I've expressed many times that I would found myself in some abusive relationships in my life, and there was a time when I realized, okay, I got to go, and I packed up my my children and we moved. When that happened, um, I felt like I was in a safe place now where I could then start to work on a healing process for myself, right? Because for me, it was like I was in this abusive relationship and I needed to de-stress from the actions that um, were going on in the relationships that I was in. But I forgot to tell my children that it was okay for them to de-stress and let them know my plans on not being finding myself in those type of relationships again and so my youngest child 
Although it wasn't time to de-stress for me, it became a safe space for her to rage out for all of the anger and confusion that she felt. And so because of that, um, we found ourselves in some chaotic years. There were like two, two and a half years of just chaos with her because she was confused and angry about the things that had gone on um in when I was in the relationships that I was in and she lived in the house with us and um the things that you know some things that were happening that she didn't understand as far as her relationship with her father and so she now felt like she was in a safe place to rage out about those things because I hadn't given the space and opportunity to speak about them once I got it that this is like me, she's flipping out and acting out like this because of me, then it was like, okay, let me check myself. I actually had to put my own healing on a pause so that I could gather my child and tell my child and explain some things to her and give her opportunity to speak out some things and voice some things. And those things um, like I said, they were not easy to hear and um, they weren't easy to process. But after she was able to say the way that she was feeling and um, she was able to get out the 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 rage in a different way she was less self-destructive and of course she a teenager so we have um typical what you would call more typical teenager um situations still going on in life now you know the typical thing like they think they're supposed to be at the mall all the time they think that like my car is like a shuttle for them at all times those kind of things but we don't have the chaotic uh situations anymore and I definitely sat down all of my children and let all of my children express their uh confusion and anger now everything was still meant and and had to be in a respectful way but I did let them know that I was trying to um hear them understand their feelings and affirm their feelings and validate those things so that they let them know that I believe that some of what they you know what they believed was at least true and their feelings were real and that um that I felt like because if I told them all of those things then they would be able to move past excuse me move past that place and get to a better, you know, be able to move forward for their own lives instead of kind of being stuck in my mom had me in all these things and I don't know what to do with the feelings that I have. Let's just take them, take them, put them out on the floor, sort through them, and then get rid of all that we no longer need that will not serve us for the better good of ourselves. And it actually brought me closer to like all my kids, which is dope because now they're like uh, young adults and my baby is um, close to a young adult. And we have like a really cool relationship now that I think I believe we would not have been able to have had I not given them the opportunity to speak about their feelings about some things that they saw, heard, and experienced themselves. Um, I Again, I know that I typically do this a different way. So I thank you guys for listening. And this is like a really brief um, uh, episode just because I wanted to make sure that I um, 
engage with you guys and um, I wanted to make sure that I spoke on a couple of things today but I just felt a little bit shaky about the episode and <laughs> as you can see I'm not experiencing the same te technical difficulties that I was when I was trying to do it the other way not saying that I won't return next week with the typical with the normal format but it you know again I told you guys this is a work in pro progress and I am trying to progress and become better and do better so um just thank you for listening don't forget I'm out here on the social media sites I am posting positive things for you guys on um Instagram daily sometimes more than once so you know find me there uh and you know like like them and comment under them guys let you know let me know what's going on i'm also on twitter so you can hit me up on there the descriptions are down below i believe on everybody's thing you can find it in the description box all of my um internets all of the places where i am you know i'm on that facebook um alley i'm on twitter way i'm on instagram highway i'm i'm everywhere guys and so if you're looking for me you will find me uh if you can find me my email is it's me it's hey it's me danny um uh i don't know what it is <laughs> find me i'll put it all out there um down in the bottom you'll get it find me i have a lot of email addresses i'm sorry guys like i'm don't trying to do a lot of things out here in these streets and uh but but find me and and let's have some conversations let's talk about some things remember guys you don't have to take anything i say as fact after all i'm just saying